So uh, have you ever come home drunk and like passed out masturbating? Oh, yeah. And then when you like wake up in the morning and the live sex girl is still there watching you sleep and she starts like laughing at you because she just charged your credit card for like eight hours. Yeah, that sucks. It's 37 podcast time Cause it's Friday and you're at home It's 37 podcast time Cause you're masturbating alone It's 37 podcast time Cause the children have all gone to bed It's 37 podcast time Let those boys get inside Hey, buddy. How's it going? Oh, great. I actually saw a uh, really good movie recently. Really? What yeah. was that? Have you seen The Town, Ben Affleck? I did. I I, I thought it was it was pretty well done. I enjoyed it as well. Yeah. I'm surprised to hear that you did like it that much. Actually. Camera work was a little loose, but um, some of the direction choices maybe weren't as mature as they could have been. But <laughs> I do think that uh, the story was pretty solid, and uh, Blake Lively is a dirty, dirty little whore. I was actually very impressed. I, I walked away from it feeling um, feeling pretty good about things. Feeling good about her ability to be a dirty, dirty little whore? You know who is not a dirty, dirty whore is... Christy Clinky. That's your mother. Goddamn Clinky. I love how you left your sister out of that list. It's a short list. No, but uh, Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. You think, you think she is not a dirty whore? No. She, there's all these pictures coming out of her as Catwoman in this new Batman film that they're shooting in like Cleveland or Pittsburgh or some uh-huh. godforsaken industrial city. Berlin's one of them, but Cleveland it doesn't really fall on that list, but it is one of the cities they're filming in. Cleveland, Detroit, Berlin, Pittsburgh are, are kind of like the Rotterdam Berlins, except not nearly as nice, I Let's, don't think. I guess that's the funny thing is that it was actually like cheaper to film some scenes there, and so they were there and they dressed them up to look like shitty Detroit or something like that. That's fantastic. No, but she's she's in this Catwoman outfit and et cetera, et cetera. Anne Hathaway is not hot to me. I'm just going to put it out there. She was hot for about 32 seconds in one scene in a film called Havoc. I think you're fucked in the head. No, I, I mean it's it's just she's just got these horse teeth, and she just looks like the type of thing where if you like sprayed her down with a hose and got rid of all that makeup and all that hair stuff going on, mm-hmm. and you put her in some like Gap clothes, you wouldn't look twice on the street. Wouldn't look twice. Honestly, every word that just came out of your mouth gave me more and more of an erection. I think spraying her down with a hose is something I'd be very into. But I, I, I mean, I see what you're saying that she's not. Um, She's not in the same kind of vein of pretty as like Megan Fox, who I think is probably that kind of girl where like no matter what angle, no matter what you do to her, she just is going to look hot. But I think Anne Hathaway appeals to my Midwestern upbringing of a good girl next door that's beautiful when all dressed up and just a freak in the bed. Uh, I'm thinking you were going to say something more along the lines of like well-rounded both physically and personality-wise. Yeah, that's in, in there. she enjoys spending nights at home doing nothing. Except me. I, I think she would enjoy doing me. Well, that's not true. I think I would enjoy doing her. I'm just saying Catwoman is Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer was in Scarface. Scarface. Michelle Pfeiffer exudes sexuality. Yes. Anne Hathaway does not walk down the street, does not stand in front of a camera, and you're just like, you don't have to do anything. We're just going to hit record. We're going to turn the thing on, and people are going to love you. No, uh, she's, I agree. she's desperate. I I disagree with you there. I agreed up to the desperate comment. I think I think what you're saying, and and I I do agree with you on this, is that she is not the same kind of like when it comes to Catwoman. Yes, I agree. That should probably be Megan Fox, like the one I was talking about, where it's just sexy. There's like a sex thing dripping off her. But like when it comes to just being hot and being like a beautiful girl, like 
No, Anne Hathaway's she's hot. She's not unattractive. Speaking of attractive or unattractive people, whatever. Have you heard about this woman who tried to swim across the uh, what is it, the Florida Straits? Do you think in Cuba they call the Florida Straits the Cuba Straits? That's a good point. I don't know. I don't know. I've or never El been. El Strate de Cuba. El Strate de Cuba. I uh, I did hear about this. She's a she's a, a brute of a woman, and uh, and I, I read all this shit about how she was you know she's sixty one and she tried this back in seventy eight and and she feels that she's stronger and in better shape now than she ever was you know when she was younger and it's and, the steroids and, yeah and she's gonna do this and and really prove that the sixty one's the new forty and all this shit. She didn't make it halfway, like she made it like forty miles out of one hundred and three, which is honestly just pathetic. I want to be like, I mean, forty miles is more than I can swim right now. But if you're planning on fucking doing something, then like taking years to train for it and stuff, you got to at least make it halfway, at least, because then it's just embarrassing. And I was I was going through all this stuff and I was trying to figure out, okay, this is a 61 year old woman. She's doing it without a shark cage. This would be like the longest open water endurance swim without a shark cage, all this stuff. And I realized what probably failed her, and it was her lack of having a penis. I think. Um, that's probably one of those feats you want to leave up to a guy. I don't know. You Am may you may have something there. Two things out of this story kind of piqued my interest. One is that she didn't even swim her age. It would have been kind of cool, you know, yeah. if they had made it so 61-year-old swim 61 miles and yeah. et cetera, et cetera. That would have been, I think, appropriate just for the sake of rounding things off yeah. in an odd number kind of way. For instance, I once tried to swim for 29 minutes. There you go. I failed. I didn't make it halfway, but... Well, I bet you now with the new drugs, you probably could. I probably could. The other thing that kind of stands out about this is what exactly does a swimming shark cage look like? And is it towed along behind a boat? It is. Do I you actually, ever bang your hands against like the sides of it? And it's it's a larger cage, but the funny thing is when I've seen them in the past, it does look it does make me wonder how often do they just bash their hands into the thing or something? Because it's like it seems like a very intricate and like kind of hard process to do. Like. That boat has to be going just the right speed, and it wasn't that much bigger than the person that they were around. And it also really makes me fear sharks even more. I want to be like, really? that Like, with all these boats and everything like that, and just one person in the water for a couple hours, like, they're pretty sure a shark's going to eat you? That kind of terrifies me. Yeah, they're going to track it for, like, 600 miles. Yeah, exactly. The shark came from, like, the Canary Islands. It's like, I think there's someone swimming in the Cuban Straits. Exactly. And they're like, it's only 103 miles away. I'll be there in 20 minutes. This bitch couldn't do it in 50 hours. So I, I had something interesting come up yesterday. I was actually uh, had uh, dinner with a friend and uh, fun Aunt Nancy, and she was invited to a flash mob, and she was very excited about this this flash mob. And it works perfect for her because she's like a very outgoing person and does tap dancing and all this stuff. And I'm like, oh, that'll be really funny. Well, later that night, I was reading uh, in the news about flash mobs and about how in Philadelphia they're like outlawing flash mobs, and there's these big curfew on kids. Um, in the evenings because of what they've been doing with flash mobs. And I got very excited about this when I read that these kids had been organizing flash mobs so that they would all be at the same spot at the same time at night. And then instead of like doing some big fun dance or singing a song or doing something like that, they would just beat the shit out of anyone around and rob them. Oh, that's awesome. That's a natural, I think, progression of flash mobbery. That makes that makes sense to me. It's like a little play on words here. Flash robbery. You hear that? Snap. See how I did that? See how I did that? Robbery. 
it's kind of a hilarious idea at the same point. Like, I think I would actually, if I was like in my apartment up above it and all of a sudden I look out and there's like 36, 15 year olds just beating the shit out of everyone in the street. Like my first thought would be definitely to laugh. And then I would kind of be like, oh, are they killing them? Like, oh, I don't know. Well, let's be honest here. I mean, if you're going to get a, a notice on a flash mob where it's like meet at the train station, we're all going to sing Glee. Mm -hmm. that would be stupid if somebody was like meet at the train station we're all gonna beat up people especially the people singing glee i would be there in like five seconds (laughs) i love the idea of flash mobs that attack other flash mobs it's like that riot the justin bieber riot in sweden where the pro justin bieber got attacked by the anti-justin bieber group yes like god white people problems white people problems and then in philly they're actually like like just just fighting for the sake of fighting. It's fantastic. Philly's a terrible, terrible place filled with terrible, terrible people. And I've just, I've realized this more and more throughout the years. Um, I go to a lot of baseball games here at Petco Park in San Diego. And it, it, San Diego fans are, are not always the most hardcore fans. And so that stadium in general, what I love about it is that it's a very laid back stadium. It's not like an aggressive place to go to, but it's a beautiful stadium and good to watch baseball in nice weather. Well, Philly comes like once a year. And they just fucking tear the place apart. Like, it's just fights everywhere. They're throwing shit. They're screaming shit. Like, I don't swear at baseball games because there's children everywhere. And these guys are just screaming profanities. And it was, like, impossible to get out of the stadium because there were so many fistfights going on. And I'm just going, like, what the hell is wrong with these people? Like, you're in this, like, beautiful location. You're not even in Philadelphia. Like, why, why did you bring so much hate with you? Like, I get it if you're in Philly. It's a terrible place. Like, yes, I would be upset if I was there, too. Like, sure, I would want to punch people if I lived in Philadelphia. But you don't live there. You're not there right now. You know, you're in San Diego. Nicen up. Why know. is why is Philly like that? I don't know, honestly, because I can I feel like there are other cities in America that are why harsher just, weather, don't, don't, worse don't economy. Me, don't tell me a big story. Just blame it on the immigrants. <sighs> you're right. I'm I'm beating around the bush there. It's immigrants. You know one place that is having a lot of trouble with immigrants and a lot of trouble with flash mobbery. Which is London. Really? They seem like they've been having fun this week. All the, uh, all the bonfires and everything. That's a good point, actually. It's, you know, it's just the pre-return to school week. Yeah. Where you, you really yeah. let your hair down and, and kind of just blow out yeah. end of summer. End of summer, blow out. Get back to school and burn this fucker down. I love it. Yeah. I, I heard a great thing on NPR yesterday where they interviewed two girls who were probably 16 and 17. And the girls basically, in the, the worst accents ever, ever, essentially said, I think with help of the translator of the American (laughs) NPR lady, was they said all of these MPs, which I'm assuming are government people, Mm -hmm. think that they're in control. And this is us just basically showing those fuckers that we're in control. Wow. Out of girls. And I can see their little muffin tops popping out of their little British too tight clothes going on. And they're talking all shit. And they're drunk. And they're burning things. And they're probably going to go have like a huge gangbang yeah with all the rioters later on and like for sure oh, it's just it's just a beautiful beautiful time to be british and then nobody brushes their teeth before bed it seems no, like they, they, they a, drink a they what's it called the gargle with a guinness the gargle that's what they do that's their mouthwash it's that's, guinness. that's smart that's just good thinking yeah it seems like they're having a lot of fun there really really tearing it up mixing it up a bit on the streets I, i've gotten the same like feedback i feel like from every interview i've seen whether it's like old man or young people it's like we're in control not them i was like that's such an intense like statement or reason to do that i mean it's it's logical in many ways but at the same time it's like i don't think people in america would ever all of a sudden just decide like 
wait a minute, we just want more control in general. Like, yeah, in control like, of what? Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, like, the streets of setting fires? Like, what exact violence? Like, I, I feel like when we get in, in, into demonstrations and big things like that, there's usually, like, one very solid reason. This Rodney one seem, King. Yeah, this one seems very across the board or just kind of general, you know? And, like, it's like, no, eh, we just wanted to let them know we can riot if we want to. I mean, the cops shot, supposedly, a guy unprovoked. Shit happens. No, and it's true. And that sort of shit happens all the time. It does. But I'm kind of confused because I thought British, whatever their names are, Bobbies. Bobbies. I didn't think they had guns. I thought the same thing. When I re- first read that article saying that they shot somebody unprovoked, I went like, how? Like, with a slingshot or like well yeah like i didn't i thought they couldn't have guns maybe they do now and i'm I'm actually now that i'm thinking about it i think they have had guns for like 10 years or something but we just have stuck with that idea of them having little nights maybe it's the idea where they always had the gun in the boot and you just got to go around to the boot and grab your gun out of the boot and then you can shoot the unprovoked or what is the word i'm looking for it's not unprovoked because obviously they provoked him they put a gun to his face yeah i think that the whole london thing is another good example of how social networking and the interwebs are both helping rioting and hurting rioting yep because i heard that british parliament is actually considering going to blackberry and subpoenaing their records to try to figure out what these kids have been bbming back and forth with each other because suppose they're using coded messages to figure out where to attack and where to loot which is genius yeah yeah i've seen some stuff like that as well where and then also um that there's some website where they load up any pictures and it's it's cross-referencing facial recognition stuff from like all social networks get out of here so that you can they'll like figure out who these people report. are yeah basically uh, you know what it, what it comes down to though is that these people need to to chill out um why? Shit, shit I think happens. they're having a good time. I don't want to do this. Well, I'm just saying you, you're doing this all because one person got shot. I mean, like, you should go to Oakland for a week. You know what I mean? The cops just mow people down there. And it's sometimes cops got to kill. Sometimes dogs got to eat. You yeah. know what I mean? Got you know it. Those mean? cops need some food. You got to, like, throw them a little sacrifice every the, once in a while. Throw a dog a bone. You know what I blame it on? I blame it on the lack of a decent driving system program in London. I have no clue what you mean by that. Oh, no, it's the reason for all of this. Please extrapolate. Well, I saw the Transformers 3. Great movie, by the way. Also, I'm going to point out that I had no guess that you would that would be the first line out of your mouth in this explanation would be Transformers 3. Yeah, and I'm just joking about it being a good movie. I assume that. I'm assuming it's awful. But uh, the girl in it, supposedly Megan Fox, is not in it anymore because she's an anti-Semitic Jew hater. Okay. And she wouldn't sleep with Steven Spielberg done so they brought in this this british girl who's like tall and blonde and obviously yeah. does not have the same genetic capacity as your standard british person yeah her parents must be swedish or something something but so she was on chelsea handler and she was talking about how the big irony is that she's you know 20 something and beautiful and she's been beautiful forever but the irony is that she's in this movie with all these vehicles and she can't drive oh that's that's fantastic that makes sense and so chelsea who's actually a very good, I think, interviewer when uh-huh. these people say these ridiculously unreal things yeah. like that. Didn't tear her apart. Ask her how it's even possible to get to, from the point of like 16 to 21 without driving at all. And yeah. the girl just basically said like, well, I actually bought a car when I got my first modeling gig, but my brothers just drove it and I just never had to drive. Who, who makes it into their early 20s and is wildly successful in their career and has never, ever, ever had to drive? Like, how do you get to, how do you get to casting calls? How do you get around LA? How do you get around anywhere 
Or well, modeling I, calls. How do you, how do you make this at all happen? How do you get anything done? How do you go to the grocery store if you don't have a car? Well, I think that's the whole key is that when you get that wildly successful, you don't have to do those things for yourself anyway. But it's that first like over the cuff of like how did you how did you do it when you were your first calls, your first everything like well, that? Well, because she was obviously super hot. Well, that's so what I'm guessing. She's super hot. She's got boyfriends or guys that'll drive her anywhere or take her anywhere. At the but, drop of a hat, that's pretty impressive. I don't. I haven't seen her vagina, so I can't make that judgment call. But I would assume it's fantastic. And and I might drive her anywhere as well. I, my thought is is that also this possibly could have happened to her. Like she might have got her modeling contract stuff when she was like fourteen, like before she could have driven anyway. So by the time she was sixteen and old enough to even drive, she was just fucking wealthy and hot. So she doesn't understand how the world works and just had to go from there. No, that's a good point. I think that that's probably pretty valid. But it makes me wonder whether this makes her more retarded or super savvy in that she's capable of like manipulating people to the point to get things done does this make her like a, a more interesting and like a able person or does this make her just sort of like helpless because i think that this sort of speaks to a lot of our celebrities in that how are we putting these people on television and having these people speak about the debt ceiling and things like the environment and things like poverty when and they don't even know how to drive a car. Let's be honest here. Let's be honest. The retards. It's 37 podcast time. Cause it's Friday and you're at home. It's 37 podcast time. Cause you're masturbating alone. It's 37 podcast time. Let those boys get inside your head.